Welcome to Tech Talk, featuring the latest trends and topics in data and analytics for Fortune 1000 companies. Tech Talk is sponsored by Knowligent, the data intelligence company. For more information, visit Knowligent.com. Episode 7 of Tech Talk features Knowligent solution partners John Connolly and Tim Fury as they discuss the general data protection regulation, also known as GDPR. Tim, I have a question. What exactly is GDPR? Uh, John, it's um, the General Data Protection Regulation was um, was ratified in April of 2016, and it currently becomes effective in May of, of 2018. And it's a regulation that's currently been uh, passed and takes takes effect in the European Union. And the goal of the the regulation is they are trying to ensure the privacy and protection of, of EU residents that are currently living within the EU. And the regulation is, is far-reaching. Right. Um, it's, it's very complex. It currently contains 99 articles, uh, 173 recitals, and it was even subject to almost uh, 4,000 amendments. So it's, it's quite complex owners to comply with. Right. Are there any penalties for non-compliance? It's a good point. I mean, I think that's the reason why the regulation has gained attention for a lot of multinational corporations. Um, the, the penalties can any be where up to 4% of, of revenue or as high as $22 million. Wow. So you mentioned the rights of the EU residents. What are the rights of the EU residents? Well, you know, again, what they're trying to do is ensure the privacy and protection of the EU residents. And particularly, there's a number of rights that the residents are currently afforded. One includes the the right to access. The other one includes, you know, right to uh, restrict processing. Another one is the right to the data portability. Uh, and the right to object of, of actually uh, processing that's taken place from a multinational corporation back to uh, an EU resident. Right. And the right to access really gives them an opportunity to place a request back to a corporation to gain access to all the information that's currently been collected from that cor- by that corporation of that EU resident. Of personal data. Of personal data. So that includes all... You know, data that's structured includes data that's unstructured. It can include any applications that they've currently filled out. Mm-hmm. And it could also be, you know, information that's currently been collected by a company from a third party. Right. So the full comprehensive set of EU resident data then is made available to an EU resident under the right to access. And then the right to portability gives them the opportunity to collect the information back from that multinational corporation and to take it and move it to another another company. Right, right. So l- let me ask you a question about the scope of personal data. What What is that scope of personal data? What do you mean? So does it involve, you know, mother's maiden name? Could it involve uh, gender? Can it involve, you know... Um, is it the data that I just provide when I open an account? Is it the data that you collect when I go on the website? It's a great question, and I think it's, it varies different than in the U.S. Right. In the U.S., there's laws and regulations when they talk about ensuring the privacy and protection of personal data. They're mainly dealing with sensitive, identifiable information, such as like a Social Security number or a, the bank account number. But with the general data protection regulation, it involves all personal data that's currently being collected, including name, address, uh, fingerprinting, genetic data, uh, biometric data, ethnicity, origin, 
it's, it's a full range. All information that's currently being collected is currently under the scope of the regulation. And another thing that you have to look at is if you think about where you've entered into a digital economy and you think about people or residents that currently access and go to the, the websites mm-hmm. of these multinational corporations, there's a tremendous amount of information that's currently being collected when they visit those sites, and that information is currently in the scope of the regulation as well. Right. So if I'm trying to comply with GDPR and the regulators pay me a visit, what are types? What are some of the things that the regulators are looking for? Well, uh, you know, listen, I think the one thing that's probably most important is that they want to make sure that there is a that the companies have instituted, you know, a series of policy standards and procedures that ensure the privacy and protection of personal data that's currently being collected from the EU residents. That'll be the first thing that they will do. The second thing that they'll, they'll do is they'll look for the processing that's currently taking place within the corporation. And they're going to want to challenge to make sure that the controls that are currently in place to ensure its protection. And then third thing that they're going to see is, is that information currently shared with any third parties? Right. And that is probably the biggest effort that's required because all third parties that act as a processor of a multinational corporation is currently in scope of the regulation and they are required to institute the same minimum security standards as the multinational corporation. So I'm sorry, what is a processor exactly? Well, that currently is is a, a partner uh, of, of a multinational corporation. It could be a, a cloud service provider. Right. Um, that currently either stores or currently processes uh, information or processes the application um, that allows you to be able to collect, store, share, and use personal data. Right. So, Tim, how is it that knowledge can help with with GDPR readiness? Well, I, I think one of the things that that we differentiate ourselves from from the competition that's out there is that we could probably go to any client that is currently, you know, under the regulation, a multinational corporation, and probably within a matter of about six weeks with a very methodical, repeatable framework that we've successfully brought to many clients, within six weeks we could probably define an executable roadmap that will allow any firm to be able to comply with the regulation leading up to May of 2018 and beyond. Mm -hmm. Can we help you with uh, technology solutions to help satisfy the rights of the EU? There's no doubt about it. I think one of the things that we do, and again, I think it's another thing that where we differentiate ourselves from the competition, is that we spend our time evaluating the tools and the technologies that have currently been installed at a client mm-hmm. or a multinational corporation to ensure that they have the best tools to ensure the privacy and protection um, of personal data or to help accelerate the collection of and discovery of personal information within their ecosystem. And as a result, what we've done is we've saved clients a considerable amount of money as to the steps that they need to take to comply with the regulation. Right, right. If you have any questions or would like more information, you can get in touch with us at knowledgeant.com slash contact. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to Tech Talk on iTunes to receive the latest episodes.